It's unstable tubby with Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message and I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Well, hello, Sarah Adams. It's me, Maggie Reese Austin. And I just wanted to say how much I love the little flyer you made about us shooting and editing footage for events, for recaps or promos, because that's one of my favorite things to do with you is go to fun events, capture the spirit of it, edit a nice little video and reel, and send it off to these companies and organizations so they have some beautiful content. So I'm just excited to get that up on the website and do more of it with you, really, honestly. Kind of like working, but not working because it's so dang fun to do. Okay, bye. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. So I have come to the realization that something completely unstable in the world today is mirrors versus photos. And I realize this because sometimes I like look in the mirror and I'm like, dang, I'm rocking it. Then I'll see a picture of myself from later that same day and I'll be like, that's not what I thought I looked like. And vice versa. I'll be like, I look like a frump monster. See a picture, best picture of my life. So follow-up thoughts, as I agree. Mirrors are tricky beasts. Mm -hmm. And they have their own levels of reality with them. Because if you're looking at yourself in a mirror with in like a beautiful bathroom and has great lighting coming in, you look phenomenal. But go to any dressing room in America and those mirrors have stepped into another reality dimension and you will look atrocious and it's like it's not me no it's not you it's the mirror it's the mirror but with photos same thing like i will look into a mirror and like my outfit a lot Mm -hmm. and then i see myself with a picture in that outfit i'm like i look terrible so which is true that's my question which is true which one's true and i have to think that the true that they switch on and off you and think? the true one <laughs> is the one where I am banging, mm-hmm. like looking good. Yeah. It's either like, oh, the mirror, this mirror was right now or this photo was right now. But I'm choosing to believe that they like tap out. Mm-hmm. They take turns. Now, let me get a little little heady on you because really the reality is in the space between the mirror and the camera, right? Yes. Not the picture taken, but the, the stuff in the middle. Yes. So this world, this ether that we're experiencing is the reality. The eyeballs are mm-hmm. the real mirror. I'm so, following. I'm following. So really the only way to know how you look is to ask someone else. 
because their eyeballs are showing you the reality. Their reality. Their reality. So really, you're never going to know. It goes back to my theory. When you learn colors, right? This is blue. This is green. This is red. You learn it, right? So whatever shade your eyeballs see, Mm -hmm. that's blue, that's green, that's red. Your blue and green and red could look totally different from my blue, green, and red. Absolutely. You know them as blue, green, and red. Right. So you're never going to question. No one's questioning what really is blue, green, and red. And there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong because it's blue, green, or red in your vision. Right. So right. A stoplight, red, yellow, green, you know stop, caution, and go, but whatever colors you see them as. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to take this one step further and say it. that because this is all just my perception, my eyes, maybe I'm seeing like a photo of me and my eyes are like off about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not – now, because I saw myself in a mirror and I actually looked really great. So this yeah. photo isn't right, you know? Yeah. And, and vice versa. Like, yeah. oh, like, oh, no, no, no. I, I saw a picture of me later and I remember not liking it in the mirror, but then my eyes must have been tricking me. They might they must have been catching some interference in the mirror sure. or something, you know? Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's complicated. It's, it's complicated. It's so complicated. It's very deep and very intellectual but I understand. I understand right. this theory. And to yeah. be honest, I don't know if it's a theory more as it is as a fact no one talks about. Yes. It's like science. It's computer gen- – like it's all like all these like computer type of things, right? Right. right. Which kind of leads me to my fact. Well, lovely. Are you ready for your facts, Sarah? I sure am. Okay. You might feel bored from time to time, but chances are you're not as bored as people were on April 11th 1954, which, according to computers, was the most boring day in the world with no significant events happening anywhere on the globe. So instead of boring, if there's no significant events, I would say delightful. That's not boring. Wow. Have you just taken this perception and made it? Wow. Wow. Floppy flu. I mean, really. Do we want a day filled with more red flag events? No. So really, April 11th, 1954 was the last day on record that had no red flag events. Yeah. I mean, no like big celebrations either, but the fact that there were no red flag events anywhere in the world and computers have gone through like all history to find Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. it makes it, you're right, the most delightful day. Yeah. You can just be. You can just enjoy the day. It's in April, so it's spring in the Northern Hemisphere. So you can probably go outside and just be, have a picnic maybe, eat some good food, enjoy your the company of friends and family. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. I would – I want to go to that day. Yeah, like I don't have to plan for a big event or celebration. There's no gifts exchanging, nor do I have to worry that the world's about to end. You know, there's no – big wildfires or earthquakes or hurricanes or uprisings. Yeah. It's just a day. Just a day. And we don't have enough just days anymore. No, we don't. There's always something. There's always Good something. or bad. Yes. Yes. I I appreciate you know what this is just the conversation I needed today. <laughs> this is a reframing perception reality. Boring, delightful. Yeah, because uh-huh. what is boring? 
like you tell your your kids, you're only bored if you make yourself bored. There's That's always true. something to do. Only boring people are bored is something I've heard. Something. Something. Something like well, that. Are you ready to react? I am so ready to react. Okay. Well, when you are quote unquote bored, mm-hmm. what do you do? My first thing is to say I eat. No, oh, yeah. I'll go fix mm-hmm. something to eat. Or I'll mm-hmm. make something. Like I'll bake something because I feel like that's making me creative and also filling the void of food in my system. Um, or I'll go outside. I feel like if I'm really stumped, like I feel like I'm stumped and I don't know what to do. There's nothing to watch on TV, nothing new and exciting. I'll just go outside and it changes everything. Oh, going outside, yeah, it makes the whole day better when you can mm-hmm. just like f- smell the fresh air. Mm-hmm. Even when it was 110 degrees, going outside for just a few minutes changes your perspective. It Just to bring it back again. That's what we do at Improv, Maggie. That's what we call bringing it back. As to Earth signs, Sarah and Maggie are always preparing, which is why it's time to play Till Death Do Us Part. Aww, why? The game where they interview potential replacement besties in case the other one kicks the can. Okay, Maggie, your possible new bestie is the CEO of Curious Dog Creative Film Productions and Acting Performance Coaching. She works as a director, producer, actress, and arts educator. In her community, she served as the director of film programming for the Thin Line Fest for over five years and is the current president of the arts nonprofit Artist Enclave of Denton County. Please give a wonderful welcome to the ever so fabulous Susan Carroll Davis. Why, thank you very much. It's so good to see you, Susan. I have new glasses. Do you like the snazzy glasses? I, I had to get something different than my wireframe. So. I, love, I love those. I love them. <laughs> Susan, I'm excited to see if you can replace me as a bestie. I, I have a feeling, oh. I have a feeling in my gut of guts that it's going to be no issue. But Maggie will be keeping score. At the end, you will be revealed. So are you ready for your very hard-hitting would-you-rather question? I will try. I will try my best. Okay, I'm going to go first. My best of besties. Yes, best of besties. Give it your good bestie try. Okay, so you are a documentary director. And my first introduction to documentary-style filmmaking was MTV. Would you rather be a cast member on Old School Real World or a cast member on the original Road Rules? I think the original of anything is the best place to start. Yeah, Yeah. you would be great on Road Rules because they do all the challenges. They go see the country. I feel Mm -hmm. like everyone in every stop would just fall in love with you. Oh, you're most kind. I completely agree. And I think your other castmates would be like, well, whatever Susan says, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, Maggie, you scoring? Yeah, that was the correct answer. So that was a perfect oh, score on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, so far off to a strong start, Susan. Woo! Okay, Susan, here is your next would you rather. And it's – I was inspired by all the art you surround yourself with and the community of artists that gather around you. So this is kind of where the inspiration source from this question came from. Would you rather sit as a live nude model or have to sit and sketch 
a live nude model that is very gassy? Ooh. Well, you know, I I think I could be I think I could be a live nude model. I think I could do it. Cuz I'm in better I'm in better shape now because of Pilates. So, there you go. <laughs> I wouldn't be completely uh in objection of giving that a shot. I admire that. I admire that you do Pilates first of all because I could never. And I admire that you would sit as the nude model because that takes a certain level of confidence, confidence that I would like in a best friend. So that is, again, a perfect score on that answer, oh, Susan. Marvelous, marvelous. Well, I've got one final. Don't ask anytime soon. Okay? I will, though. I might, I might just ask you to do that. This is a binding. Whatever you say on this podcast is binding. Oh, So mercy. if there are art studios looking for a nude model, you're going to get Hit up. <laughs> okay, my last question for you. You and I met for the first time working on the Leap Day show by Artist Enclave by, called Confabulation. Yes. And confabulation, for those who don't know, means, quote, the creation of false or erroneous memories without the intent to deceive. So basically, honest lying. But if you were intending to deceive... Would you rather tell someone who's acting really stupid that they are so smart just to get out of the conversation or tell someone you don't like that they look great before a group photo when they have spinach in their teeth? I, I actually can think of several people that would, <laughs> <laughs> that would fit that second scenario. Um so, yeah, I, I think I would go for that. Yeah, let them take a picture with the spinach. Well, there's always Photoshop. Right. And they could look great that, you know, it could be like, I thought you were really rocking the spinach. I didn't right. know that wasn't a part oh, of the look. You're trying to promote a vegetarian lifestyle. I'll have to always check my teeth before I get in a group photo with Susan. Just so oh. everyone knows. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect score because I also uh, would love to have memories captured of those who I do not like where they look silly with things in their teeth. So congratulations on that score. All right, Maggie, are you ready to reveal whether or not Susan is a suitable replacement, Bestie? I am. I am ready. Susan, should anything happen to Sarah and Mai's friendship? I would love to offer you a binding offer to be my replacement bestie. Do you accept? Of course I do. Of course I do. But I hope that doesn't happen. That's so kind. As she says when she rolls her eyes. (laughs) Susan, we know from your bio that you have a lot going on and you're a busy woman about town. Is there anything coming up that you want to chat about or something you want to promote real quick? I'm going to be filming at Cassandra Berry's uh, Gospel Brunch, which happens at Dan Silverleaf. And if you've not ever gone to that, it's a fascinating, inspiring, truly what it is. I mean, you bring your own food and you sit and she has a pianist, Kevin, and uh, she just sings her heart out with um, upbeat gospel. And then her mother, who's in her late 80s, Jerusha Smith, does as well. And when she sings, the room is, well, when they both sing, but when Jerusha sings, it's like the earth is shaking. She's the one who actually began the love for music for uh, Cassandra. 
Yeah. Now, are you filming just for this event or is it part of a larger project? No, it's part of a larger project, uh, making a documentary short about Cassandra Berry and Jerusha Smith, about their background in um, gospel and jazz music, starting back in East Texas in Palestine. We went to Palestine and spent some time with um, many of their you know, friends they've known all their lives saw her elementary school, saw the restaurant she used to go to when she was little, um, and even the theater where she was the first black actress to be on the stage in Palestine. And this was not that many years ago. Yeah, it's a short, it'll premiere at the Denton Black Film Festival in January of 2024. Well, that sounds like an incredible story. I can't wait to watch and see the process of it coming together. Thank you, Susan. Yeah. I could just, yeah. I want to listen to all these documentary shorts Aww. that you have coming up. This is fantastic. Thank you, Thank you for sharing with us and being uh, my replacement in Aww. case <laughs> friendship dies. It's a festive connection. Thanks for playing along. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace.